loose. Um, let me get my episodes up so we know what we're talking about today. Well, we're talking about Gravity Falls. I got that. Yeah. All right. I think I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you sure? Are you no. positive? No. Are, are any of us really ready? Another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I am your host, Ken Clothier. With me is my co-host, Dara Whitman. All right. How's it going? Yes. We'll it's going. It's life. Yeah. It's You know, it's been a while since we, like, recorded something. Yeah. Because I'm not sure, because we always say this, but I'm not sure people realize that we do record these fairly well in advance. So if you guys are like, um, they haven't read my comment on the show yet, and I am offended, it's because, you know, we may have not have gotten to it yet. Not all, peop- not all the people who comment sound like that. No. Just some of them. Some of you, I assume, are lovely people. Probably, hopefully. Wait, listen. If you're if you're watching our stuff, you're probably a, a decent person, right? Is that how that works? We don't know how that works. We don't know how that. We don't know the science of that. I assume um, that you are. They don't tell us that in the the demographics when they tell us who's watching our our YouTube stuff. They don't say like who's a good person, who's not. So we just have to kind of that hasn't figure been that out like for ourselves. That. They haven't made a meter for that yet. They haven't made a meter for that yet. So, um, but you know what? We are still going to talk about some gravity falls today we are on season one we have passed the halfway point of season one and we are on episodes 13 boss mabel and episode 14 bottomless pit there's an explanation point in that episode name so i felt like i really had to emote it cool um so bottomless pit but before we get to that excitable episode uh let's start off with boss mabel uh-huh what do you think of boss mabel that's fine <laughs> All right, everyone, that was the review. We'll see you next time. We'll come back for Bottomless Pit. Stay tuned. Bye. That's it. That's the whole Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And it, that's what we've been saying about a lot of these episodes recently. And and I always go back to saying this. The middle of the season, it's like totally fine episodes. We're like, we're fun. We're having a good time. All right. That's it. Nothing really. It didn't even, there wasn't even like that much like cool like magic or anything or like weird stuff. Like, I mean, there was like the 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 Mogwai. The mo- mog- uh no it was the gremloblin but uh, yeah but like mogwai is from gremlins yes i think i called them gremlins but they're mogwai technically technically i never actually saw gremlins uh yeah neither i want to see it though i saw like some of it when i was like a kid right yeah same but i just saw when they were like adorable Mm. and i wanted my own didn't see like the scurry stuff yeah the scarring stuff the scary stuff the scary stuff scurry um so yeah this is you're right because it's interesting this episode is more about um the the mystery shack as a business yeah than it is about um the mystery shack is a place where mysteries happen or gravity falls the place where things are always kind of going down i think the thing that kind of bumps us up from like other like meh episodes is that it's about mabel yes i know it's in the title right there this is a mabel episode and we all love mabel Mabel's a great character. Yeah. Um, I mean, enjoy her. she does some wrong stuff. And like, I'm like, Mabel, honey, mm-hmm. maybe don't. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Right. Um, but, so let's let's dive into this journey. And we're going to start off with a synopsis. Sure. So, 
Um, so this episode starts with we're uh, first Stan Dipper and Mabel are watching an episode of Cash Wheel, which is basically Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. I was thinking it's like why they call Cash Wheel because like a spelling game, but then I'm like, oh wait, Wheel of Fortune is also it's the same thing. It's, the same it's thing. also Cash Wheel. It's the wheel, and then the fortune is the money. Oh, makes sense. But as this is going down, a a whole busload of tourists arrive, and then we get to see uh, how Stan operates his business. I mean, he runs a tourist trap. It was the first. Uh, title of the first episode um so you know he's marking up prices he has really stupid you know uh, attractions seuss is like super gluing things to things um and you know that's that's what's i just feel like if he market up like so much who's gonna buy it mm-hmm. like at all right that's like my thing i'm like i'll buy like a snow globe for like 10 i don't even know i actually wouldn't buy a snow globe not really no not a big sometimes s- sometimes they're cool though sometimes like if you collect neat- like so some people collect like tourist stuff like my sister right. co- my sister collects like those like not like those like touristy spoons like the oh, okay she collects those so like mm-hmm. you have to, to buy one or like you buy one for somebody like that's a thing like you buy it for somebody you know it collects it but right like other but i'm not gonna spend 200 bucks on a one of those things i'll spend like 10 bucks maybe yeah maybe like minimum 10 no maximum 10 bucks mm-hmm. Meh. If it's like unless it's like super nice, mm-hmm. then maybe like twenty, right? But well, I'm be- not a good tourist. <laughs> Sometimes I can be such a tourist; it's it's a little cringy. Um, but well, the thing here is, I feel like these people—they're in the middle of nowhere, Oregon, and really, they probably—it's been a long time since they've probably seen anything that's worth buying. So these people are just throwing their money at something because they're like, "Oh, this is neat." So some of the things that they do, uh, so. Seuss is, you know, trying to put things together. Wendy's marking up the prices. Um, and then Dipper is one of the attractions. <laughs> he is the, uh, one of, like, the, the wolf boys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Dipper isn't really a fan of that. Well, they're tr- well he treats him like a stripper. It's, it's true. <laughs> Throw money at him and he dances. Throw money at him and he dances. Um, and it's not, and, like, you can't even do, like, a Magic Mike dance with a 12-year-old. That's, like, doesn't. You can't do that. No. That's bad. That's, that's illegal. That's illegal. Um. That's illegal. Although Stan does a lot of illegal stuff, so who knows? As we learn, as as we learn. So Mabel is pretty good at uh, selling things, but she doesn't like. But she doesn't really care about people spending money on them, and that's not really how Stan runs a business. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not necessarily wrong. Like Mabel is good at selling stuff, but you also need to collect money. You have to collect the money. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I mean, you can like maybe like give a sticker for free, right? But like. Or, like, give them a free bumper sticker if they're buying something else. Right. But you can't just give stuff away, honey. It's true. It's true. Um, so, you know, Stan kind of objects to that. And Mabel is more about, she doesn't like, Stan's kind of bossy. And he's not bit. very nice. Um, he's kind of a little rude. He doesn't say his magic words, you know, like, please or thank you. You know. He does say gimme, which is also a magic word. <laughs> but not quite the one that, you know is nice yeah um so his the line is uh the word please doesn't make me any money kid so stan is all about kind of the bottom is line is that foreshadowing for this could episode possibly be foreshadowing foreshadowing um so let's see um but later the the employees of the mystery shack and uh dipper and mabel so seuss and wendy and all those folks they are um Painting the the sign, the mystery shack sign with glitter because glitter attracts more tourists. 
obviously. And really big birds. And also really big birds, but that's not like a big deal, right? Yeah, it's not like Caesar's going to get named by one. Anyway, so um, <laughs> so they're all talking about like, you know, different things that, you know, they would do if, if Stan wasn't running the shack. Like, Seuss has a really good idea um, about he wants to be like the, the mascot, but Stan told me he couldn't handle it. And that makes Mabel... What does he mean by like he couldn't handle? Like Zeus couldn't handle? Zeus couldn't handle being a mascot. And we, we not wrong. It's not wrong. Um, like Sans a grump. Yeah, and kind of an asshole. Right. But he's not like that much of an idiot. Right. That's it, that's kind of a thing we keep coming back to. I feel like because we've mentioned this before. Like uh, Stan is a grumpy old man, but never necessarily he's not like dumb. Yeah, he's not not an idiot, even though sometimes he does some kind of dumb things, um, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. So Mabel doesn't like how Stan is running things, so they end up making a bet, which is Stan is going to go away on vacation for 72 hours, um, and Mabel's going to run the shack. And so if Mabel earns more money than Stan can on his vacation, mm-hmm. um, then if Mabel wins, Stan has to do a song and dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if Stan wins, Mabel has to wear a shirt that says loser on it. Yeah, I would. I was kind of offended. Like, make come on, it's Mabel. Make it a sweater. That's true. Yeah, he didn't even have the decency to make it a sweater that says "loser" on it. He just mm-hmm. took off an old T-shirt. Mm. Come on, Stan, know your audience. Yeah. So, so Stan goes away on vacation, and then Mabel, uh, you know, starts to trying to transform the business. She's uh, she takes some lessons out of a book that uh, is from you know 1983. <laughs> The the whole idea that Mabel is like super eighties just like continues. Listen, I've got thing. like a severe problem with her outfit, honestly. Why? I'm just like like personally, like honestly for me, I'm like really offended by shoulder pads. <laughs> like and I know I, I have like mm-hmm. I have like a blazer that has like a tiny bit of like a shoulder pad, not this one, but like a little bit, but like my mom will like show me pictures of like her in shoulder pads and I'm just like, that is just this, like ugly. Aw. <laughs> is my belly Not well, I mean I was a kid. I'm just like, why are you wearing shoulder pads like why that's like so stupid i've never got shoulder pads I've, like you've got blazers don't you like blazers like I, some of them have like a little shoulder pad i like blazers i don't like shoulder pads like i i actively search out i don't either don't i just don't feel like if it's like a if it's like a tiny shoulder pad like everything else in the blazer is fine yeah but like big shoulder pads like the 80s were not good for fashion can we just like Actually, in- the 80s were great for fashion, but also terrible. They were, it was two ends of the spectrum happening simultaneously. Oh, yeah, I do kind once. of like cut those like cut off like t shirts. Yeah. Those are cute. Those are. But like everything else. Mm hmm. Like, no. I, it, was, it was bold. It was loud. But also at the same time, shoulder pads were a big no. Were the 80s like a good time in general? Is there a decade that was like a really good time in general? The I mean, 1920s weren't the worst. No, wait. Prohibition, not a great time for civil rights, and then it led to like the stock market crash. I mean, okay, uh huh. 30s was the depression. 30s was a whole depression. 40s, there, there was, was a war. war. Was 50s, a war. it was like the start of the Cold War. Yeah. Also, like, you yeah, know, probably not a great era. time. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah, not a great time. 60s was like hippies. That was, that was Vietnam. Oh, yeah. Oh, civil also the rights Korea. movement. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back. We'll, 70, we'll, we'll get back to you on that. 70s? <laughs> No, that yeah, Nixon. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. So no. No. Not at all. Maybe like a year in like a decade was probably fine. <laughs> probably like, there's probably a three day uh, span of things where everything wasn't like the worst. And eventually. I was about like, to say the 19 teens and I'm like, no way, World War One. Yeah. 
Yeah. 1900, like the 1900s? Uh, child labor in factories. Big no. <laughs> we'll get back to you on that. Oh, what about the dawn of time? The dawn of man? Where everyone was like, hey, I got a rock. Let's hit some shit. Well, they didn't talk like that. And they also <laughs> were hitting people. Oh, true. What about the Renaissance? All right, maybe <laughs> could be could have been better, I guess. Um, yeah, um, but hey, uh, what oh. about like history that we learned in elementary school? That's always fine. That was always fine. <laughs> <laughs> Slavery was bad, but it wasn't that bad, kids. Anyway, moving on. Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls. <laughs> uh, going to school in the South is wild. Anyway, oh right, you did go to school in the South. <laughs> was a really weird they went to school up here so like you still it was you're still total bad no like yeah no they're like slavery was bad but (laughs) it wasn't as bad as they're saying and you're like what no we were still taught it was bad they just didn't tell us everything (sighs) so good stuff anyway gravity falls (laughs) so where where were we um mabel is running the shop yeah she's running it like the 80s um so maybe oh I'm sorry yes sidebar not really sidebar but I thought is why didn't they play a like a revamped version of nine to five the song oh like did they did they do that in this episode no but like I'm thinking why didn't they like they did they well because they did it in the credit sequence of uh one of the other episodes did they yeah remember when they had um Waddle and he was like doing all the memes and stuff was it oh they were was it nine to five yeah it was nine to five but that would have been so that would have been a good but like here. All right. Thank you. That was my solo for the day. Um, so, yes, Mabel the month. is all about um, kind of this employee-centric approach um, where, you know, she's she's giving out, like, breaks. She's saying, you know, the real star here is you, and, and she's trying to pump everyone up, giving out stickers for, you know, a job well done. And uh, she's letting everyone kind of do what they, they want. So, Wendy, she's like... I wish I could hang out with my friends at work. And automatically we're like, that's a, that's a bad idea. That's a terrible idea. Um, and But Mabel says, go ahead. And Seuss wants to do his, um, be his mascot character. Which isn't a bad idea. Which really wasn't a bad idea. No. Um, but we'll kind of walk back to that later. And then uh, Dipper, his thing is that in Gravity Falls, there's so much weird stuff. Why can't they use some of that as some of the attractions instead of just having a bunch of fake stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, and so Mabel gives him the permission to do that. Um, which is also not a good idea. Not a good idea. I kind of want to like, cause like all like, cause like I, I like Mabel's idea of like being like nice, like obviously if you're nice to employees and like they'll do the, what they're supposed to do, but you can't be like nice hundred percent of the time or else they're going to walk all over you, mm-hmm. which is what like obviously the lesson. There's a balance. But like, why would you, you can't let an employee have their friends come and hang out with them. No. No, especially if they're teenagers. They're so scary. Like, I don't know, I'm trying to, I don't think I've had a job where, like, I, like, what happened? I mean, when I was a lifeguard, like, I, like, if, because, like, my sister was a lifeguard, so, like, if we, like, had, like, a different time thing, we'd, like, hang out for a bit. Yeah. But, like, also, like, if well, that was, like, in the morning at a pool, so, like, right. nobody's going to come. Mm-hmm. And if they do, you know, like, what you're doing. So, that's all I can think of. Right. Um. So, while all this is going on, uh, we still have to figure out how the heck Stan is going to make more money than a business that's operating. Well, he is going to go on Cash Wheel. Um, so that's kind of what he's In his is. other outfit. Other, other outfit. <laughs> yes. He, he, Stan only has two outfits. One is uh, Old Man on Vacation. The other is his, his Mystery Shack Get Up. Well, then um, also like his, I'm not, his underwear. 
Oh, his underwear. That's all. That's all saying. Cause the only because the two outfits were his suit and his underwear. Oh yeah. And now he's even in another outfit. Mm-hmm. How old is Stan? Uh, ooh, I was gonna look this up. Hold on. I like. I have a. I want to say like mid sixties. That's what I was thinking off the top of my head. Oh God, Gravity Falls. Because I know he's like their parents' uncle. Mm-hmm. But that still doesn't mean like you could still be like probably in your sixties because like I I would assume like their parents like. D- Dipper and Mabel's parents are like at least in their thirties. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started with the. T- <laughs> there's a weird. There's like a a thing that's mentioned later in the episode that makes some of the math really weird with like how ages line up, and it makes me really angry. But we'll get to that when we get to that because that doesn't happen until season two, where I get really mad about um how things don't make sense. Um, are you saying stuff doesn't make sense in Gravity Falls? Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe. No, I get it. I think there's a difference between like a, like the stuff like and the stuff that doesn't make sense but like should make sense, mm-hmm. and then like logic not making sense or like if it's like weird in the show, it's fine. That made sense, right? Yes. Um, Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls. Yeah, it's about. Um, yeah. Okay. So this wait. I have to, this doesn't give me. I have to do math. It doesn't give me a number here. Hold up. Um, yeah, he's in his sixties. Okay. Like like mid sixties. That's fine. All right. So we were right. Yeah. Yes. Good job, team. We did it. We climbed this whole mountain. Um, so, yes, Stan, he's going to be on TV. And so one of the ways he's going to do that is while he's standing in the cash wheel line, um, he fakes a heart attack and says the only way this heart attack can be cured is if I get on cash wheel. Um, and the, the, the talent agent guy says um, that man has little regard for others. Um, and he's self-centered, so he's perfect for TV. Put him on the show. Put him on the show. Um, so that's how Stan gets on Cash Wheel. He doesn't do too bad either. Well, uh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so so after Mabel makes all these changes, um, it's we kind of see her, some of her decisions aren't really working out that well. No. For example, Wendy's friends are at the shack and they're hanging out, but they're making a mess of everything. Um, <laughs> you don't, because like, a teenagers are stupid. Two, they they don't understand that. Like, yes, it's fun to have your friends where you work, but you still need to work. Mm-hmm. Right. It's actually not that much fun to have your friends when you work. Because yeah. you got to do your job. Technically. Like, actually, do you like Like, the only time, like, it's fun is if, like, you literally did everything you needed to do. And then you can, like, chill. Chill for a little bit. Yeah. Or, like, you're on your break. Mm-hmm. Or get your friends a job there and then, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Mabel gets mad at Wendy, but Wendy says, like, well, you're acting a lot like Stan. And Wendy, and Mabel doesn't want to do that, so she just kind of lets Wendy leave. God, when she, Wendy's like such like so manipulating. Her. I know. I felt so bad. I respect it, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, like that's probably don't do that. But like, I mean, it's, it's when, like when I got love Wendy, but like she can be kind of a teenager. She's being a teenager and she wants to get out of something, so it's kind of like you just like play on the thing you know. Mm-hmm. So you know, respect, right? Uh, Zeus gets his mascot uniform ready, but it's like a little revealing. Um, he decides not to wear anything under it. So yeah, he just has his underwear. <laughs> like, put you can put clothes on, buddy. Um, you can wear clothes under that. Yeah, uh, but it's not just that. Uh, Zeus does. Stan said that Zeus wouldn't be able to handle it, and it sounds like he may have had a fair point there because uh, Zeus is a little a little nervous and he can't quite get his lines right, and he's a little intimidating. 
Yeah. He just kind of starts yelling at people. Um, so he has to work his way up to it. He's not quite there yet, um, but it's kind of scaring the customers away. Yeah. And um, Dipper catches something in the woods. Somehow. Somehow. Um, yeah, we're not. <laughs> he did it, which is great, but also how. Um, so. Well, it was a Gremlin. The Gremlin. Gremlin. The Gremlin, which is like a gremlin and a goblin. What's the difference? Yes. I don't know. So there isn't one. Well, no, there's a difference between a gremlin and a goblin. The gom- is it which one's nice? Neither. Which well, one's it's debatable? Which one's gross? Listen, not all goblins are terrible. Um, they're both. It's they're both in like different ways. They're like two different. Is there you know, like a movie or a book where there's a good goblin? I feel like yes. Probably. I feel like yes. Sure. But I can't think of one. I'm sure in some Dungeons and Dragons campaign somewhere, there's a good goblin. Because um, as two people who play a ton of Dungeons and Dragons, we know this shit. <laughs> Listen, they're going to know I'm not a real nerd. Um, no, you're not a real nerd in one aspect. It's true. Listen, I know a lot about tabletop games. I just don't know anyone who I want to play them. some, but I don't want to play like Dungeons and Dragons type. I want to play one where it's like you can play it in a couple hours and then you're done. Right. Like something that's like lower key. Well, you can do like low key with that kind of stuff, I guess. Um, anyway. Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls. Is there a Gravity Falls tabletop game? I don't think so. There should be. I always say that, and then people are like are like, um, excuse me, um, they're actually oats, and I'm like, well, we didn't know. Like, we don't know. Like, do you think we do a ton of research? <laughs> do you think I do anything before coming onto this show? No. Do we have time? We have. We have probably. We have lives and jobs oh. and Netflix. That's true. <laughs> You're right. Um, do you know how many shows we have to binge? And that's not even our job. We just do it. <laughs> Listen, it's not easy to just sit there and stare at the screen for hours. It's, it's not actually. You gotta like get up at some point, and like, you gotta make sure you eat, mm-hmm. and then you gotta make sure your butt doesn't get sore. It's true. It's true. I mean, it's it's hard work. Um, that's not even a real job. It's not, that's not even my real job. But we don't get. We don't really get paid for this. Patreon guys. Patreon. And then we will be. Um, Gravity yes, Falls. Please. Gravity Falls. So. Listen, the Gremlin thing, maybe not a great idea because it's kind of this terrifying creature. Um, they kept in a cage. But they put him in a cage. Yeah, they put him in a cage. Yeah, they, they put him in a cage. It's not made of vibranium. Um, no, so maybe it's not the most sturdy of cages. But um, listen, it's hard to get to Wakanda from Oregon. <laughs> it takes a while. It takes like- There's a couple of like, interchanges and everything. It's, it's, it's a real pain in the neck. Um, so I mean, they're open the same property, so you know, why not? <laughs> Poor Kano. Um, so, well, the Grim Mobile has a cool trick, right? It has a neat trick where if you stare into its eyes, um, it shows you your greatest fear. Is that like, like that thing? Remember that character? Like it was a, it was a Helen Blano Carter and Big Fish. Did you ever see Big Fish? No. That's like a Timber a movie that doesn't feel like a Timber movie that mm. much, but it's actually really good. I, I do recommend but uh, Helena Bottom Carter at one point plays like a witch lady. Ooh. And then you like go up to her and then you look into her one eye and you can see how you die. And it, sh- well, it shows you how you die. I don't think I want that. Well, I mean, with the main character, the point is like, I don't, that's not really spoiled, but like, he sees how he dies and it's like not that bad. And it's like, spoiler, he like just like dies when he's an old man. Hmm. So it's like, okay, well, I know how I died, so nothing else is going to hurt me. Hmm. Interesting. The other people didn't really feel the way, but. Big Fish, recommend. Good movie. Okay. All right. It's got Ewan McGregor in it. Very nice. Very nice. And other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. Um, Gravity Falls. Yes. Yeah, so, except, you know, the Grim Lawland shows you a greatest fear, and it kind of traumatizes a couple tourists, um, and they have to be taken away. <laughs> so, uh, Dipper has permanently traumatized a couple people. Uh, maybe not his best move. But you know what? He is trying. He, he is, is helping trying. his sister. He's trying. He's trying to help his sister. You know what? He's, he's not, not the worst person in this whole scenario. Um, so another thing that happens is that um, I, Mabel sees the Grimlobelin as an employee. So he decides that he can get a five minute break. So she gives them him the key um, and it escapes and starts running rampant in the shack and then everybody goes away and then maybe gets giving people refunds which is also yeah. nuts right right yeah like because uh mabel to, to kind of try to fix some of the problems is giving out refunds um she's not keeping the money so all the money that they're making is simultaneously going back out um so she's not really making any profit which is a problem um so <laughs> they have to figure out a lot of different things, but the biggest problem right now is to uh, take care of this Grumwoblin thing. Um, so it starts kind of, it starts destroying a lot of stuff in the shack, mm-hmm. and then Dipper realizes that he can use a mirror to show the Grumwoblin its own worst fear, which is really good. <laughs> this, is, this is one of the reasons why I love this show, because some of the humor is just like really I do good. enjoy some random, like, just like some random ass humor. Yeah, it's just, it. I really like just how the jokes are structured. Um, but what the Grimloblin sees is that it's him looking into the mirror. And it's like, you've become your father. <laughs> it's a really good. Um, and then he runs away. Yes, he becomes too afraid and uh, runs away. Um, oh, I also like the part where they're trying to, where Dipper's like flipping through the book, um, like the journal number three. Mm-hmm. And then he's trying to uh, figure out how to say do it and he's like as uh use pour water on it as a last result because this will and then he's <laughs> mabel goes and puts water on it and then he turns the page he said because this will make it uh you know well that's why i got like terrifying. the mogwai thing because i think like one of the rules is like don't don't give it water after midnight no that's don't feed after midnight don't feed after midnight or else they become i think it's like water becomes bigger and then i don't know what happens with sunlight but i know it's sunlight gremlins um let me put it in the comments the rules of the mogwai because what do you think we're gonna like look it up on our computers? Fools. I mean, we could. I just don't feel like we it. We could. We just don't want to. Um, and somehow you people keep coming back. So. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're adorable. We're adorable. Well, all me. Um, so. Anyway. So there to get that. And then um, Mabel, in order to kind of get everything back you know, the way it needs to be. Mabel has to start kind of barking orders. She's got to take charge. She's got to, she can't just give people what they want anymore. She has to demand what she needs. Yeah, because the fact of the matter is, like, when you're a boss, like, you can be the person's friend and be nice to them. Right. But you're also above them. Mm-hmm. So you need to be like, yo, you're not doing this right. It's true. And, like, yeah. if, and get, and, like, yeah, because, like, she's being so nice to that Zeus and Wendy are kind of walking all over her a bit. Mm-hmm. They she, are. Yeah, that's the pro- that's like kind of the problem. It's like if you're too nice, people are gonna walk all over you. You gotta assert yourself. Yeah, you could still be not- some somewhere in somewhere between Mabel and Stan. You're good. It's where you need to be. Yeah, kill them with kindness. Use your good words, but also don't let people take advantage of you. So, um, you know, Mabel kind of has to start turning a little, little bit into Stan to to get what she wants, mm-hmm. and that kind of you know, and she's not really happy with it. But Dipper says it's what she had to do. And he's right, and he's supportive of her, and it's good. So they take the time to, within the next 
like seven hours um, mm-hmm. to get everything back up and running, repair the shack, get tourists in, um, kind of do a lot of those methods that Sand was doing with jacking up prices and making like some really stupid um, attractions. And after um, everything is said and done, you know, they have to put a lot of expenses towards fixing the shack. They're mm-hmm. left with one dollar. But luckily, there's a Stan storyline. Yes, for Stan's storyline is that he's doing fantastic on Cash Wheel. He's getting all this money. He racks up uh, what, like three hundred thousand? Yeah, three hundred thousand um, dollars. Can you only become a millionaire on like Wheel of Fortune? I don't know. I don't. Watch I think Wheel it's of like a million dollar like thing, mm-hmm. but I don't exactly know how that works. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like you automatically get a million dollars. I think it's like you can, if you like get to the finale, you can like play it as a million, maybe get it. I don't know. I'm more of a Jeopardy person than a Wheel of Fortune I'm more person. of a neither person. That's fair. I respect I that. only watch them when I'm at the gym, and even then I'm not really watching. Oh. Jeopardy's good. I like trivia. But anyway, so back to So Stan is doing great um, at Cash Wheel of 300000 uh, But then he decides to double or nothing on the final round, and it's super simple. It's a six-letter word, and it's like one of the magic words. Starts with a P. He even gets two chances. And he doesn't know what that word is. And the word is please. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's as easy as that. All he has to do is say please. So he loses everything. So he makes nothing. So he makes nothing, which opposed to the $1 means that Mabel wins. Hooray! And then Stan has to sing the, uh, the, the Stan. Well, the so because technically Mabel's going to be in charge. And then they're like, right. no. Yes, everyone in the end realizes that there is a reason why Stan is in charge. Um, For better or worse, even though he can be kind of a dick sometimes, um, there is a reason why he's boss. So Mm -hmm. we all learn a valuable lesson about, like, leadership or whatever. Kind of. And then we get to see the the song, which is good. Yeah, that was the other other part of the bet. Yes. Um, All right. The end. The end. Any other thoughts on this episode? Um, I I feel like I'm not gonna remember this episode by like tomorrow, mm-hmm. like at all. I'm just gonna. It was. There's some like moments. That there's were funny. moments. Yeah, it was. I mean, like I think compared to like because uh, we just one more recording, we just put out not the Fight Fighters episode. No, mm-hmm. that we that was like a couple weeks ago. We put the Fight Fighters episode, yeah. which like was also kind of like a bleh mm-hmm. episode, but that was kind of more bleh. Yeah, that yeah, I would agree. I like think this one has some like moments. Yeah, well, I think this one um is different, which is good because it's just like about the mystery shack like itself, and mm-hmm. I think that's good. I think we need um we don't always need every episode to be like super about the the big paranormal stuff, and that's a, one of the big appeals of the show. But sometimes it makes it um, stand out more if you take a step back from it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what's nice about this episode, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready for some trivia? Sure. Let's see. Series continuity. This is, uh, I really like this. The Gravity Falls Wiki is so good, guys. Uh-huh. I just really like it. So some of the series con- continuity things is the cloning coffee machine from Double Dipper is seen in Stan's office again. Oh, I have a picture right here of that. Um, the Sasquatch from Taurus chapter reappears while Dipper is directing a tour. Um, nice. Every following episode prices the snow globes at $200. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. I'll have to keep watching. And the cryptogram at the end of the episode we see while uh, Stan is doing his song translates to heavy is the head that wears the fez. Which is a Shakespeare reference to uneasy lies the head that wears the crown. What's that from? Um, Henry the Fourth, part two. Oh. I, 
I don't know Henry the Fourth. I did read Henry the Fifth though. No, uh, never mind. I was thinking was Henry the Fourth part of the War of the Roses, but I think that's Henry the Sixth. I think it's Henry the Sixth. Yeah. Uh, Henry the Sixth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Henry the Fourth was just a guy. He was just a dude. He, I mean, he was like a king, so like that's something. But he like he was born in that. He didn't like earn that. Well, isn't Henry the Fourth more about like Henry the Fifth? It's when he was a prince. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> it's been a while since I. You never took read Henry the Fourth. I never read. I never read. Any. Yeah, that's why I can't. I'm like I don't know. I don't read Henry. I never really read any like the historical Shakespeare plays except for Julius Caesar. Oh yeah, I had to read that in tenth grade. I did too. Caesar, beware the Ides of March. Spoiler, he did. He died. That's a weird play because like he dies in the third act, and then there's still two more acts. Yeah, so it's like, but <laughs> but, but what now? What's the point? Uh, at this point, the play isn't even about Julius Caesar. Really, Julius Caesar isn't even the main character of Julius Caesar. Isn't that wild? But I think it, like a it revolves around him though. Just like Gravity Falls isn't the main character of Gravity Falls, <laughs> but it revolves around it. So that's why it's called True. that. True. All right. We see. Wow, you like brought that all back together. All right, we what did it. We did Gravity Falls to Shakespeare. We did it, kids. Um, who said cartoons didn't teach you anything? Well, if that if that is all, uh, maybe we should take a break. Probably. <laughs> maybe we should take a break, and then we'll come back with uh, Bottomless Pit. Yay! All right, stay tuned. Finally, because really? I just took a long break. Uh, you guys heard none of that. Um, <laughs> but I just took a very long break because uh, I had to get We're good at organizing comments, we're, guys. We're good, we're good at doing our show. Um, <laughs> we're good at it. We're just not good with organizing comments. All of that was a lie. Um, so anyway, <laughs> so we are back with episode uh, 14 of Guardian Falls Season 1, Bottomless Pit. <laughs> Um, so it's, it's about a bottomless pit. This is like nothing like I expected. Oh, really? <laughs> Look, when you hear it, I, when you hear it, I was a bottomless pit. You think it's yeah. going to be like stuff comes out of the bottomless pit or you're trying to discover what's in it. If mm-hmm. there's a bottom, mm-hmm. that was nothing like what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> but like, in a good way or a bad way? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I still think it's kind of one of those like black episodes, but it wasn't as like black as like the other ones. Right. I feel like I like saying blech instead of meh mm-hmm. now, but I don't know. I didn't, I, I liked it. I don't know if it's like up there, but like I found, I just was like kind of surprised. I, I thought th- this one was kind of fun. It was fun. It was like silly and it kind of, I don't know why, but like this like seems like something that happens a couple times in cartoons. Mm-hmm. Like I, for some reason I was thinking of like, not an old Simpsons episode, but like yeah. a season like 17, I think episode. Right. I'm not a big Simpsons person, but like I know I've seen this episode before mm-hmm. where it was like a Valentine's Day episode and they were like, they got stuck in the tunnel of love. I think because Barb played play, play Frank. I don't remember. And then they're telling like these like romance stories mm. from like history and not history. Okay. Because they do like Bonnie and Clyde. Mm-hmm. That's not even the weird one. The, the weirdest one's the last one because they do Sid and Nancy. Oh. And <laughs> we're like they like like space and, and Nancy's Lisa. <laughs> and then Sid's the, what's his name? The bully guy. Oh. The one who was like, ha ha. Yeah. Is that Nelson? Nel- no. Eh, maybe. Oh, this is bad. We can't include this. <laughs> We're blanking over Simpsons characters. That's awful. 
Um, I, well, I'm not a big Sim. I'm not. I mean, it's. I like the Simpsons, but not my favorite. Anyway, but like, it's like literally that, and then they eat a lot of chocolate. Yeah, Nelson. 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 Yeah. Okay. Okay. But they See, eat a, right. And they eat a lot of chocolate. Okay. Um, That's how I learned about Sid and Nancy. Interesting. <laughs> anyway, so it kind of reminded me of that of just like people are stuck in a place and then they just like make a bunch of stories, telling stories. Yeah, I feel that's like, like literally the episode. And that's it. That's the episode. I feel like these were just like ideas for episodes that just didn't make it to full episodes, so they just had to make them like so they just threw a bunch of. Well, like I'll, I think a couple. Well, I don't know if the stand story was an episode because mm-hmm. that was just kind of well yeah well that was that's the one that doesn't really matter that was humor but most of them um, like they're kind of like they're just like vignettes like i don't know if they'd actually work it's right. like a whole length episode right so yeah there are probably things that probably got axed in the writer's room but then came back up but i think like these are probably things that should have been axed because like they they're not they don't make good like 22 minute episodes length episode. i agree i agree uh all right so let's actually get started with a synopsis so they fall in the bottomless pit and that's it that's the, that's the episode. We did it. We figured it all out. That's a little more than that, though. So we actually uh, have heard of the bottomless pit before. It was mentioned very briefly in a previous episode, and I probably have it here when I scroll down to the trivia. But uh, it, it was just a comment that Dipper makes to Robbie. It's like, hey, why don't you just go jump in the bottomless pit? Um, it turns out the bottomless pit is actually a real thing that exists in Gravity Falls, naturally. Um, and everyone don't be surprised. just uses it to just throw things that they don't want anymore away. So uh, Stan has a bunch of <laughs> Gravity Fall, uh, Mystery Shack suggestion Yes, yeah. He just chucks them all in there. Um, and then Mabel has this uh, chest of like... She also had love letters from Gideon. Oh, yes. First she gets her the love letters from Gideon, which, fair. Get rid of those. Um, then she has a box of like deep, dark secret stuff that she just tosses over there. Um, and then through no other reason other than the plot requires it, they fall into the bottom. Well, there's bed. a windstorm that just comes up for absolutely no reason. It doesn't actually. It's, uh, yep. It's like, oh, we got something in the forecast today. It's a plot. <laughs> Watch out. Stay inside, everyone. For the plot. For the plot. And they fall into the bottomless pit. Right. So we have it's Dipper, Mabel, Stan, and Seuss all fall into the bottomless pit. Um, and it's just like a big black hole that they're just falling in. And just falling. And in. then it's like Spy Kids too. At that one point, mm-hmm. except that was like air. It was science. It was Steve Buscemi science. science? Steve Buscemi science. Dude, yes. there was like because I really like watched him. There's like that one weird line that Steve Buscemi says in Spy Kids too, where he's yeah. like, like, do you think God stays up there because of he's afraid of what he created? <laughs> do you think God stays in heaven? Because I don't want to get philosophical in a fucking Spy Kids movie. Um, that's such a that's such a deep line. I love it. <laughs> I mean, Steve Buscemi said it, so it's fine. So it's fine. But while they're here in the bottomless pit, they're kind of bored, so they decide to start telling some stories. So everybody tells um, tales of different things of that they have enc- encountered, you know, in their time over Gravity Falls. So each of these vignettes has a title, um, and it's a different character telling them. Yeah. So the um, the first one is called Voiceover. It's a story that Dipper tells. Um, about the time where everyone was making fun of uh, his voice for being uh, squeaky and uh, prepubescent. It's kind of made me feel bad, if, like about like for Dipper, because like Dipper does some dumb stuff, and we kind of like make and we kind of make fun of him also. But like people do make fun of him for the fact that like he's not. He's that. just like a twelve-year-old. You know like, what's Aw. funny? Like I don't really want to get like too deep with this. Just do it. He, they make fun of him because he's not like he's either a going through puberty or not like a stereotypical man. Mm-hmm. They make fun of him for that. 
And he keeps kind of having to learn the lesson that, like, it's okay the way he is. Yeah. And I feel really bad because, like, it's okay the way he is, but people still make fun of him. Right. We've already had, like, three episodes about this topic. I mean, luckily, this shouldn't have been yet. This shouldn't have been yet, so it's fine. But, like, I kind of feel, I'm, like, starting to feel bad a bit for Dipper. Right. Even though, like, he does do some, like, dumb stuff. Mm hmm. Anyway. Exactly. Um, so yeah, uh, everyone's kind of making fun of Dipper's voice, but they're just kind of having good fun with it. Um, and Dipper is starting to really not like the sound of his own voice because, it, you know, it cracks. It it's kinda, puberty. It's puberty. puberty. My voice still cracks. Mm-hmm. And I'm 25. <laughs> so Dipper goes, you know, he's venturing through the town uh, where he stumbles upon old man McGucket, uh, occasional inventor and, mm-hmm. you know, full-time crazy person. He says that uh, he's been experimenting with some voice-altering kind of uh, potions or formula or whatever, that because his voice is terrifying. Uh, and this, meanwhile, a small children is crying because he heard the voice of uh, Fiddle for H. McGucket. Mm-hmm. So it, it is. He's a, he's a crazy old man. So he uh, works out of a junkyard. He has a lab that's in like the hood of an old car. Stranger danger. It's, it's, we're in some like grade A stranger danger here. Um, so he finds a formula, he gives it to Dipper, Dipper drinks it, and then the next morning he wakes up with, like, a radio announcer's voice. Who was that? I was just Like, it sounds like a look. generic, like, guy radio voice, but I know it exists, and, like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's, like, only, like, one or two people who could do that. Mm-hmm. A. Smith Harrison, who's an American voice actor and narrator. He has done many TV commercials and is the announcer of, um, some kind of podcast. Cool. All right. Well, like, he's just, like, a, he's, like, a radio guy. So like, like a, nothing? Uh, not nothing that I think we would know. Let me look on IMDb just to make sure. IMDb. A lot of voiceover work. <laughs> that does. That's it. Um, oh, some video games. Doesn't help. Yeah, because you're not a big video game person. Nope. Uh, oh, he's the announcer on uh, one of the episodes of Patriot Act with Hassan Minaj. Nope. Yeah, just a lot of voiceover work that you definitely would not know. Okay. But it sounds like he's pretty good at it. It kind of, I don't know why, but like, did you ever watch, like, how much Fresh Prince of Bel Air did you ever watch? A fair amount. Do you know Hillary's, like, boyfriend? The one oh, guy? Oh, yeah. That guy. He's actually, like, inc- an incredibly talented guy. Oh, really? Well, he's, like, I, he does, like, oh, oh, my God. I think it's him. You know the Prince of Egypt? Yeah. You know that he's a singer for the song, he- uh, Look Through Your Life Through Heaven's Eyes. He sings that. Oh. Who's that, like, a lovely voice? Oh. And I think he was in Glee, where he's married to Jeff Goldblum. Nice. I think. I um, <laughs> if that is the same guy, who knows? Um, he's, got a, he's got a nice voice. But anyway, Dipper wakes up with this this radio, this good, deep kind of And everybody of just, like, voice. beats him. And everyone is like, that is not the real Dipper, and then proceeds to try to uh, beat the snot out of him, because obviously that's not the right Dipper. You know, the whole thing goes, and uh, Dipper uses the opportunity to, to prank call some people. Uh, with his with his radio voice, um, but nobody really likes Dipper's new voice, even though it's nice and and you know smooth and deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he gets ends up getting chased by one of the people that he uh, crank calls. Um, the one bar, the one bouncer guy who has like a tattooed head and chin, mm-hmm. <laughs> forehead, chin. Um, and so he runs back into Old Man McGucket. Who says that he actually gave him the wrong formula because the that one one's took, not permanent? Yeah, it was temporary, and he has the uh, permanent one. So Dipper has to make the decision whether to take the permanent um, voice changing solution or to go back to his regular. Well, he finishes the voice. recording that uh, 
they made of his voice because uh, Zeus and Mabel made a recording. Yeah, I made a recording. It's like a remix. remix. And then Mabel's like, your voice is one of a kind. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh. They uh, love each other. They love each other. So Dipper decides that, you know what? He's had enough of this. Um, he's going to go back to his regular voice. And <laughs> he takes the rest of the formula and dumps it in uh, Stan's coffee, which gives him a, um, a very sassy voice. I'm Grunkle Stan. Do we know what that was? Uh, that sound, that just sounded like Grey Delilah again. Yeah. Like I said, she has a lot of the voices on the show. Yeah. Yeah, it's Grey Delilah. Okay. Grey Delilah Griffin. I always, she I she started a few years ago going back to Grey Delilah Griffin, and I always just call her Grey Delilah. So I apologize. I reckon you did get oh. married. <laughs> oh, okay. I was about to say, is that like, her, like is Grey Delilah like not her actual last name, or she got married? I'm pretty sure she got married. Okay. Um. So... Uh, so that's that story. Yeah. That's our first vignette. I kind of like that. I thought it was funny. Yeah, that was fine. That, it definitely worked better as a short thing. If that went on for Most a of these work really better long. as a short thing. Like, I don't think these will work as, like, full-length episodes. Right. No, they wouldn't. Um, so the next one is um, a Seuss's story, which is uh, Seuss's really great pinball story. Is that a good title? Do they have to be puns or whatever? <laughs> Which is really good that they included that in the title. Um, so basically, it's a story of there is a uh, weird pinball machine in the basement of the Mystery Shack, uh, Grunkle Stan's basement. Not the basement that has all that Grunkle Stan goes in, I think. It's just the regular basement, or else it wouldn't be that weird. Well, how does he have more than one basement? Can you do that? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I guess you can have like levels. Like the basement, the basement, 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 basement. Is that a thing? Sure. I think I've only seen them in The Sims when somebody's trying to do the kidnapping challenge. Unless it's not um, in a basement, it's just in a room. But it feels like basement. Like, that's where you'd put a pinball machine, right? Well, you might have, like, a, a room for that. A pinball room? Yeah. I don't know. We all should have a pinball room. Um, I'm not a big pinball person, honestly. I, it's been a while since I did, like, it's, any it's, serious it's pinball. Like, I, I'm more, I like skee-ball more. I'm, I'm good at skee-ball. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I had Pokemon pinball. Um, for the Game Boy Color, not the one that came out with the Game Boy Advance, the uh, Game Boy Color one, which you actually had to put a battery in the game pack. Um, and nobody ever remembers those. So anyway, what? just cashing in on that uh, 90s nostalgia. Wait, like not just like the game thing, it's actually... So you had like your Game Boy Color, right? Mm-hmm. And then you had like your game pack, which was like the square thing. Um, some of the games for like the really early Game Boy Color, you actually needed to put like a AAA battery in the game pack itself. So instead of just being square, it had like a little bevel. See, I only had a Game Boy Advance. Like, ever. Uh, yeah, you didn't. Oh, no. I had all the cool systems. I had a really good Hey Arnold game. Did you really? And, like, a, and a solid Lizzie McGuire game. And also, you could play Game Boy Color games on the Game Boy Advance. It's true. I did have a Scooby-Doo game. Very I nice. literally remember Scooby-Doo, Hey Arnold, and Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> um, I played Pokemon. And only Pokemon. For the past uh, 15 years of my life. You dork. Did you um, play Pokemon Go? Um, I, like, it sucks because I was actually, um, out of the country when Pokemon Go came out. You could still play in other countries. Uh, not if you don't have data. Bro, data packages. Um, so I was out of the country for mm-hmm. the first, like, two weeks it, out in the U.S. And by the time I came back, it was, like, it, the hype had kind of died down. So, like, I missed, like, the initial, like, big hype that everyone had for Pokemon Go. And I'm really upset about that. I remember, like, my dad bought it just because he heard – not buy it, it was free. Mm-hmm. But, like, he just got it because, like, he heard about it. So, like, I'm going on his phone. I'm like, why do you Pokemon Go? And he's like, well, I heard about it. And I'm like, <laughs> do you know what this is? And he's like, no. And I'm and like – The, the Pokemon monsters. The Pokemon. Like, you want to explain to me? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Um, I could talk about Pokemon all day long. Anyway. Detective Pikachu. Was, I'm going to go see that, actually. I don't know if I can. Oh, I'm going to see it. I yeah, mean, Pikachu. I. I love Pikachu. It's so cute, but it's really weird hearing Ryan, Ryan Reynolds' voice. That's true. I wish it was Danny DeVito. Um, Why would it be Danny DeVito? Why not? It That'd would, still it, be weird. It would It would be better. It would be weirder, so that would make it better. Um, anyway. Gravity Falls. So... There, so there's this pinball machine somewhere in the mystery shack. It's funny because I'm reading it because I thought it was the basement because uh, it just looked like a basement, but then it doesn't actually say it on the wiki. I so think like, most oh. rooms in the mystery shack look like a basement. It's it's true. And not even like... They're kind of musty like that. Well, like a bad basement because like your basement's quite nice. Thank you. Everyone, welcome to my parents' basement. Anyway, Seuss is really into this pinball game and he's he's so close to getting the high score. He's really, he's really working hard at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... When he wins, he gets to, to get first place, and it's going to be a huge accomplishment for him. Um, but the game is almost impossible to beat, so they cheat by tilting the machine and getting it to go where they want it to get that high score. Which, like, I mean, if nobody's going to really be, like, paying attention, and, like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, but the machine cares because the machine is haunted. Because of course it is. Because of course it is. It's Gravity Falls. And the mystery shack. So the game, the pinball machine pulls them into the game, um, so it shrinks them down, and then it basically makes them, you know, fight for their lives. That's about it. That's it. And so they have to. That's like pretty much it. So they have to just find a way to, to turn off the machine. Which um, like Zeus finds a way, but right, but he pauses because his priorities are not in order. We we find a lot in this show that people's priorities are not necessarily always in the right order. Like yeah, like you might want something, but like if it's worth your life, mm-hmm. then no. Right, so um, the thing is, they can turn off the machine, but it erases all the data. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and Seuss really wants that win. It's it's one of the best things he's ever accomplished, and so he needs that win. But in order to save the lives of Dipper and Mabel, he turns it off. Hooray! Hey. The end. And that's it. That's it. That's that's that was story. a kind of meh. And what so, was Stan's story? So so Stan, he's kind of complaining. He's like. You guys are telling some wild stories. Like, this stuff isn't true, which is so funny because Stan's, I love Stan's um, denial of, like, any weird stuff that goes on ever as he's falling down a bottomless pit. I keep wondering, like, why, I'm, like, curious about why he keeps denying it because, like, A, is a secret room. B, he's lived here for God knows how long, so he must have seen something weird. Mm-hmm. You would think, right? So it's like, it's like, why is he so, like, I'm like, Stan. You do realize that maybe this stuff could be real because you're currently falling down. No, I think he, no, no, no. He knows that it's real. I'm sticking to the theory. He knows okay. that it's real. For some reason, he's denying it. I don't know why yet, but okay. like, I feel like I'm right about this. Why? Why do you think he would be denying it? I don't know. That's not. That's the point. I don't know why he is yet, but I feel like he is. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to find out by the end of the show, hopefully. Maybe. So, um, is so this something to do with the room? So Stan decides to, he's just going to make up his own story. Um, it's called Grunkle Stan wins the football bowl. Um, oh, he, oh, right. He just won a game. So so Stan wins the, the big game um, and everybody loves him. He has a giant trophy and a pretty girl. The end. And also he has a robot friend. He threw the robot in there for the kids. The end. And that's it. <laughs> um, and then we finish up with Mabel's story, which is uh, called Truth Ache. Um and that is, uh, I really, <laughs> so Stan is a pathological liar. Um, and no, that, that, really? That, yeah. And that really upsets Mabel sometimes because, you know, he, he lies to some people. Maybe he shouldn't be lying to like, uh, the cops. I love this opening where, <laughs> um, Grunkle Stan, uh, Dipper Mabel are all kind of hanging around and they get this bear, uh, and 
Dan decides to teach the bear how to drive. So he decides to teach the bear how to drive uh, <laughs> because when the police pull him over, he says that it is his, um, what, like a seeing eye? His seeing eye bear. Like a service bear? Yes. That must be a thing now. A service bear. <laughs> so there's like so many service animals nowadays. Right. Did you see that ever video? Like somebody has service peacock? No. Oh, they were trying to bring it on a plane. Oh. Like if I was, and if I was on that plane, oh. I would just be like, nope. Sir, that is my emotional support peacock. What? What? I don't get how peacocks can be emotional support. Because they're pretty. Like apparently nowadays you can just like get like a, like a jacket that says service dog on it mm-hmm. or like service animal. And I'm just like, right. that doesn't seem help- helpful to people who actually need them. Uh, probably not. I don't get how peacocks are helpful. They're they're dickheads. I think. I don't know. Have you listen? Have you ever met one? Why are you assuming things? Do you know? Are you just going off you the stereotypes? That's true. <laughs> that's fair. That's that's fair. I did actually got. I almost got. A, I don't know if I almost got attacked by a peacock, but like mm-hmm. I was like in the zoo and like there was prairie dogs and near them was a peacock mm. and the peacock was just kind of. I've heard that there and like it was like almost near me and I bolted. Oh, yeah. I think I've heard that peacocks aren't nice, though. I would believe you, actually. I think that's true. Probably. Yeah. So um, after the incident with the bear, <laughs> I like how uh, Stan writes a note that basically says, uh, Stan is sick by Dr. Medicine. <laughs> uh, we have to believe Dr. Medicine. Mabel is very uncomfortable with how much Stan lies, um, so she uses the journal to find something that might fix that. So she finds uh, that somewhere in the forest there is some truth-telling teeth that uh, she can use mm-hmm. that would help uh, Stan to stop lying. Um, so she gets the teeth, switches them out with uh, Stan's fake teeth, and then he just starts uh, telling the truth about I find everything. it interesting that he doesn't realize he's only telling the truth, or mm-hmm. he's like kind of confused by it. Right. I kind of wanted that like liar, liar, like Jim Carrey scene where he's like, uh, what is it? I don't, oh no! It was like the pen was like a certain. I think the pen he had like a red pen in his hand. He was trying to lie, saying the pen was blue, but he couldn't because right. his kid made a wish. And he's like the pen. It was. <laughs> I that was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Liar, liar is a good movie. I don't really remember much of it, but it's like a solid movie. It's a solid. Um. So, Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls. So, uh, Stan just keeps telling the truth about just about everything, which at first you know isn't a problem. Isn't a huge problem because Dan, uh, but he's done a lot of stuff that that's wrong. So when the truth starts to come out, everyone starts to get a little annoyed by it. Also, he just like is wait. He's like way too honest because like he's basically telling like he's making fun of people. Also, right, like a, a customer comes into Mystery Shack and Dan has to point out how ugly his face is. Uh, <laughs> Which that's not even like lying. That's just like being a dick. That is that is being a dick. And. He he tells the kids that uh, he doesn't wash his hands after using the bathroom, which is bad. Wash your hands. Thank you. That was my PSA of the day. Wash your hands. So all of Stan, he just has zero filter, and he's just blurting out the truth at every moment. Uh, he's filling out his tax forms, and he just writes, I commit major tax fraud on the forms. And never like, we're, we're going to, yeah, not tell no. people that we did that. Um, so... You know, Dipper has to try to convince Mabel that, you know, sometimes not it's not always bad to tell lies sometimes or just not be honest. Um, like, telling the truth is good, but sometimes, eh, if you just, you I know. think the priority is, like, if somebody can do something about something at that mm-hmm. point, you tell them the truth about a situation, a specific thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if it's, like, if uh, 
you, like you're going out with somebody and they say, do I look good in this outfit? And they can change right away. Mm-hmm. You tell them the truth and say yes. Mm-hmm. But if we're already out and somebody asks, you say you lie and say yes because you can't do anything. Word. The, the police show back up and they say, hey, there is no doctor medicine here in Gravity Falls. You are obviously lying. And Stan starts admitting to a bunch of illegal things that he has done because Stan does a lot of illegal stuff. Just, like, a lot of illegal stuff. Yes. Um, Mm. So it comes to the point where uh, Mabel has to jump in, and she has to lie to cover it up to make sure that Stan doesn't get arrested for all the terrible and horrible things that he has done. So uh, Mabel, they they have to force him to take the teeth out, uh, and then she puts it into the box and throws it into the bottomless pit. And then... And then that is where they are. So what she was throwing into the, the bottomless pit at the beginning. Was it just the teeth? Because you don't think you need the big of a box for just teeth. She was making sure. She was being. That's true. Um, so what she threw in there at the beginning of the episode was the teeth. So the story has actually been going on the whole time. And now they're back. And they're wondering, how does the story end? And they see a bright light. Then they. Spits them back out. Yeah. The, and then so the, like no time passes. So. So the pit is a mystery, but how many mysteries do we have in Gravity Falls? It's a lot. Yes. Um, and then Sand falls back in. <laughs> Sand, yep, Sand trips, falls back in, and the whole end credit scene is just him being angry that he's in there. Yeah. Um, and that's where he is the rest of the series. Good night, everybody. Well, no, I'll come back up in like 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, so that is Bottomless Pit. What did you think of this episode? It was fine. Yeah. I kind of liked it better than Boss Mabel. Mm-hmm. But like, and it's just like kind of like, it's just, it's solid. It's a right. solid episode. Mm-hmm. It was. I, I, so I like, like the short stories are fun. So it's good because some of these, you know, wouldn't have worked with longer formats, but they're yeah. just fun stories. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I also, <laughs> we can talk about the part where Stan, uh, while they're watching TV and Sans has like a really deep line about, you know, he gets a little existential for a moment. He's like, is this all there is? Um, and that like traumatizes the kids, but that's a really good line. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Also, I forgot to talk about chip crackers. Oh, yes. So like, so the, are they like textured like a cracker, mm-hmm. but they're made of like potatoes. And so like, they taste like a potato chip. What are they called? Like, it doesn't actually, doesn't even say it at the. Or what are those like cheetah things? Like they say is like a chip, but it's like a cracker. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The cheese it thing. Yeah. I can go for some cheese it's right now. Now that we're talking about cheese it's. I'm not a big cheese. Like I like them. I'm more. Of a, I prefer if I need to choose like like my cheese crackers. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna go goldfish. Like because there's like Ooh, a yeah. way too much of a cheese taste in cheese it's for me. Oh, okay. Like it's like a that's like a lot. So you can't eat a lot of them at one point. I can. But there's I don't like have too any. much. Like I need to like have like a lot of water with that with yeah. like goldfish. I can eat a ton and I'm like I'm good. You're good. That's fair. Yeah, the cheese. I wish it. I don't see it on the the wiki here. That's fine. Like I said. Um. Also, Cheez-Its has like those like Parmesan Cheez-Its. I think they're. Par- have I had those? I don't know. They're, like, don't they're know. the white ones. Oh, I thought those white cheddar. Maybe it's white cheddar. I might be. I'm probably wrong. You're probably right. I don't know. It's been a while though, so I I am not a Cheez-It uh, connoisseur. Yes, I'm not a cheese uh, Cheez-It expert. Um, That's fair. Aficionado. So we know. What are the fun facts of this? Episode? I know. I'm like looking at the trivia. I'm like trivia. Ooh. As of this episode, the design of Stan's Fez has been retconned. The new design has a... Oh, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, it's different. Now it's like a fish eating a thing. Yeah, basically looks like a little Pac-Man guy. 
Why did they? Because the first one kind of looked, like kind of reminded me of communism, so like I'm kind of. Um, yeah, maybe that's why they had to change it. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't actually say why. Were the communists upset? Um, I would think the communists would be overjoyed. Although uh, Stan is quite the capitalist, so maybe that gives the wrong message. Um, so the opening sequence has also been changed to reflect that. Oh, um, they changed the hat thing. Yeah, they changed the hat. Is that it mm-hmm. for fun uh, facts? No. Oh, Let's see. Sin is revealed to have uh, to be uh, committed tax fraud, smuggling endangered animals over borders, and take uh, and faking doctors' notes. Yeah, that doesn't surprise you. You act like I'm like you're acting like I'm. I think I'm more. I think the most thing that's surprising is the animal thing. Like I'm not surprised by tax fraud. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right for Stan. Uh, let's see. And the cryptogram at the end credits reads: uh, Next up, Footbot Two: Grunkle's Revenge. <laughs> I don't really care that much about Footbot though. Um, this is the first use of the A1Z26 cipher. So if you notice, it wasn't a bunch of letters. It was actually a bunch of numbers yeah. in a row. So it's basically like 1 is A, 26 is E, so on and so forth. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's that. I thought there was also a code. You know what? When they were in the um, pinball machine, I thought there was something. I saw like a code somewhere, but it's not in here. So I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't have enough time to do the research for it. So... It will continue to be a mystery unless you know, then leave us a comment Speaking below. of comments. Is it time for Comment Corner, Dara? It's time for Comment Corner. That wasn't a good song. That, you know what? I appreciate the effort, though. Let's see. Make a Comment oh. Corner song in Garage Band. All right. It is time for a Comment Corner. Um, we're going to read some comments. We've gotten a lot of comments. Thanks. Since we last recorded. Um, thank you, guys. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, and we're going to try to start with the right comments. Because uh, as we said, we are great at keeping track of what comments we read. Listen, we're really good at keeping track of that. So I, I apologize if we missed your comment. Uh, you'll just have to leave us another one and then we'll get if to you, it. If you say, hey, you missed my comment, here's the episode. And we miss it. We'll, we'll make sure we get to we'll it. We'll make sure we get it. We try to be caring. Or maybe you just left a really bad comment and you should just leave better comments. Uh, well, wait, no, we'll, we'll, we'll read your comment. We're simple folk. We are simple folk. Um, ooh. Let's see. So I'm going to read a, a handful today, um, and then our next episode we'll read some more. So we, we always record these in advance. We don't usually read all of them at one time. Um, so if you don't hear yours today, don't get discouraged. I'm sure it's coming. Yeah. Um, unless we forgot. Unless we forgot. <laughs> then in which case we apologize. <laughs> Um, so this is, let's see. Oh, this is a comment from our first uh, Gravity Falls Review. This is from Shornforce, who gives some links to some Dipper hats. Yeah, that was. I think yeah. that one didn't actually pop up because there's links. Yeah, I but don't... I checked them and they're legit. So. Oh. Yeah, because you wanted a Dipper hat. Yeah, I like this Dipper hat. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think it's like a thing of like if you actually put links into the comments, it's not going to pop up. Yeah. So. Oh, which is a shame because I appreciate this. These are some good. Well, you can find them. You, they just won't pop up in like the public video. So right. you just go to like the comment section and you're fine. Yeah, well, I'm in like the in like the the YouTube studio. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go to there and then you can find them. Right. And here is a comment from our irrational treasure video that I thought I read on the show, but I don't think I did. So if I read it twice, it's not a big deal. Um, come on, come on, come on. Um, this is from Emmett McFly fifty five. A nice Back to the Future reference. Who? Gives a timestamp of uh, 7.42 and says, hey, isn't this a bit of a spoiler? Was it? I don't... Um, it's 
in oh this is a good one because i don't want to bring it up because guys just go back and watch this is irrational treasure um 742 i make mention of a thing um that's pretty innocuous now but gets revealed to be something else later which kind of um, just like went over my head so. which, yeah totally went over your head and i'm kind of happy but i'm also like oh i wish you kind of caught that because it it's there's two things that don't really match up or make sense so it's not really a spoiler in the context because i just stated how it was in the episode um but if i talked more about that and how it was kind of weird and didn't make sense then it would have been a spoiler so um you'll just have to if you don't know what i'm talking about uh, go back watch that episode and see what i mentioned so and i'm, I'm kind of excited to get to that when we cross that point okay so that whole thing didn't make any sense to dara um or probably anyone else who hasn't has no idea what i'm talking about but you know emmett emmett i got you i got you I didn't, no. <laughs> Some more comments from our Irrational Treasure review. This is by Thunderplunk, and it says, Loving your reactions. Thank you. Um, Dara, since you were wondering why so much weird stuff happens in Gravity Falls, do you have any theories as to what might be behind I it? I have one. It's not an actual theory theory. Yeah. It's just, like, an idea. And, like, I don't actually know if this is, like, the name of this theory, but, like, I kind of took it from, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's just, mm-hmm. like, the Hellmouth theory. Okay. Where it's, like... And I'm assuming there's, like, there's just something, like, weird at the center of Gravity Falls, which I'm assuming might be in the, in the secret room. Okay. And the thing with, like, the Hellmouth and Buffy was that, like, I mean, it's not, this isn't really, much, I know, we're going to watch Buffy eventually, but that's not much of a spoiler because, like, in the pilot. Yeah. So, like, that's, like, the bang thing where all, like, the, like, that's, like, the main crux of it and just, like, other stuff is just drawn to that. Hmm. So that's kind of what I'm thinking, that, like, there's, like, this, like, weird thing. Yeah. There's one weird thing that, like, maybe something weird, like, bad or good or whatever's in there, and it draws everything else in. Hmm. Interesting. I think it's called the Hellmouth Theory, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I don't know. If it's if it's Buffy, I don't know. Because I haven't seen Buffy. I just think uh, Buffy's one of the first ones that does it. We're going to watch Buffy eventually. And I'm looking forward to Buffy's it. Buffy's such a good show. <laughs> Yeah, so thank you for that comment. Uh, I like when you guys ask us questions, because then we actually get to talk and discuss things. So yeah. That's cool. So thank you, Thunderplunk. We appreciate it. Um, next comment is from Wombat Aldebaran. Um, I almost said Alderon, but that is not correct. And uh, this person says on our Irrational Treasure video, uh, this is one of my all-time favorite episodes. Also, Quentin Tremblay is the reason... Uh, why marrying woodpeckers is legal in Gravity Falls. He also declared the finder's keepers law, which gives the person who finds something, including the papers to a car or house, the legal owning rights. Um, Which is... Why would you want to marry a woodpecker, though? I don't know. (laughs) I was was, like really looking for an answer then. I'm like, well, I guess... I think you're trying to make a joke, but I couldn't think of one. Yeah, just uh, some... Hey, some people want to do that. Um, So thank you for bringing up the finder's keepers law. Because we might... That's a funny one. Yes, we might have to... We might come into that and encounter that later. Hmm. Like, I'll like I'll find a sewing machine in here and then it's mine. Hey, wait. <laughs> Don't steal my sewing machine. You can't even sew, Dara. That's true, I can't. Um, you have no use I can knit. It. Um, yes, yeah, so yes, marrying woodpeckers is legal in Gravity Falls. Uh, which is interesting. Um... <laughs> I like, I really like this comment. This is from our first reaction, uh, first episode that says, from Jalen Harvey that says, ha she had no idea he was a couple of gnomes. Listen, <laughs> listen, who's going to expect gnomes? <sighs> he looked like a dude. I don't think it has any, because I saw like one reaction. It was like on this like channel that I watched, it was like, I, it was like Irish people react stuff and they were watching Gravity Falls and like mm-hmm. they had the same reaction. Mm-hmm. Like you don't expect gnomes. He looked like a zombie. I'm going to assume zombie. And if it's something different, I'm not going to think gnomes. 
It's true. But that is one of the reasons why I love Gravity Falls. Is that why that's a thumbnail for that video? Uh, oh, you finding the gnomes? I just think it's a good picture. Oh, you just being like, ah. Well, there's a little bit of you just like staring at me smiling. Just yeah. like, ha Listen, I think it's a good thumbnail. It is. So then our next comment I have here, uh, I'm just going to read a couple more. And this is from the guy who wants to dub comics. We've been watching you. You've been commenting on a lot of our stuff. Recently. We see you. Uh, yes. So thanks for watching our vids. We appreciate it. And this one says, I never saw this channel, but now I need to watch it for the rest of my life. Um, thank you. That, yes. Thank you. Um, mm -hmm. you, can, you can also watch other stuff. We won't hate you if you decide, you know, watch a good TV show or a sports game. But also watch our videos, too. Um, we appreciate it when people watch Well, you can still watch like, channels for the rest of your life as, as well as watching other stuff. Like, I do yeah. that. That's true. Yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of good YouTube channels out there. Um, we're not like saying, downing ours. We're not. Well, I was gonna say I'm not saying they're as good as ours, but you know there's some good ones. But I think ours should probably be. It, you're right to put it at the top of your list. Because later you also commented best channel ever, and like listen, you're not like wrong. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> Um, oh, I also have another comment from Emmett McFly 55, uh, <laughs> which is a spoiler comment, so I don't want to read it. Uh, it's not really a spoiler because, uh, yeah, oh, it's tricky because this is from our Time Traveler's Pig reaction. And I was still hoping that somebody would comment on this because I had such a struggle um, figuring out how to bring this up when we when it came up in the episode. Um, but go look on that comment. Was that, the one where, was that like a bit where you said foreshadowing? Um, or was that another video? That was that was an. Well, this is the video where I said foreshadowing, but it wasn't. Um, no, I kind of. I, I didn't point out the. I didn't point out the specific part that was foreshadowing uh, when we reviewed it. Yeah, I know. But uh, this is uh, Emmett McFly points out a thing where I'm like, go read, go read that comment because it's good. And I had so much trouble trying to figure out how to talk. Did about you tell that. me there was a spoiler? Because like I don't even remember like seeing that comment, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, I, well, I told you that episode people might bring up a thing that they might be a little more um, open about one of the things that I really didn't want you to see. So that way... We appreciate it, but remember, guys, no spoilers. Or say you're going to put a spoiler. Just say spoiler, and then I won't read it, or even if with, with our other shows, like, that should be a rule. We'll make this rule. We'll make this decree now. Oh, okay. For I, our comments. If oh, you're royal decree. Try no spoilers for shows. However, if you're going to... Put spoiler alert so that the yeah. person who was the first will not read it. Yeah, and I, I put it first. Say spoiler. Like you can make like a fun comment if you're gonna leave a spoiler, like 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 space spoiler alert space comment. Yeah, and I we do appreciate the comments. Please comment um, if you can tag your spoilers. I do try to see the comments before uh, Dara sees them, um, so I can be like, hey, don't read that one. <laughs> but yeah, so I think I'm gonna call it there today with reading the comments. Um, okay. So, yeah, I think we're, we're going to call it there. So if we didn't get to your comment... We'll get to it next time. Yeah. So I started reading those in the order that they were left. So if you left any before some of those comments, um, that means we may have missed them. And that's my fault. So sorry. But if not, it's coming. Don't worry about it. So, and that's about all the time I think we have for today. Unless you have anything else to say, Dara? No, I'm good. Okay. Whew. You left me on the edge there. So, uh, of the we, bottomless pit. <laughs> yes. Thank you for watching this episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. If you're like, listen, these are the coolest people I've ever uh, internet met in my life. Uh, one, you'd be right. Two, uh, we have social internet, media. Internet you can met, met's not a thing because they haven't actually met us. You've met us by clicking on our video. Yeah. You might feel us. You've welcomed us into your viewing space. However, oh, is that is that really? 
you should clean up around here. Um, so uh, if you like us, you can follow us on a variety of social media. We are on Facebook, um, Witty Clothes Productions. You can follow us on Twitter, at Witty Clothes. If you are listening to us on the iTunes, we have a are YouTube channel. Are they listening channel. to us on the iTunes? <laughs> Sometimes they listen to us on the iTunes. Sometimes not. Um, we kind of need to, we do need to update out of it. Uh, we need to update. I've been working on it. We are on iTunes. We are Witty Clothes Productions. We are on YouTube. Hello. You can see my face if you're watching on YouTube. We are Witty Clothes Productions on there. Uh, and we also have a Patreon if you want to throw some money our way. Um, we do this whole time and actually remember which comments we read. Yeah. <laughs> we would just have more time to get to figuring out uh, how time works. Still a little iffy on that. We, we need Witty Clothes on there. We need the guy. Blend and blend. Blend and blend. Blend and blend. From the year, from the year, twish, twenty shmiabody twelve. So follow us for more jokes. Uh, leave us comments. Tweet at us. We always want to hear what you got to say, and we love your comments. We do read them on the have show. Have we gotten any tweets recently? Um, we haven't read any. It's been a while since we got a tweet. Uh, so uh, change that. We pay attention to Twitter, and by we I mean Kaylin. Yes, I am on Twitter more I'm than more I would like face- to be. I do the Facebook mainly. Yeah. So you can leave comments there, and we'll find them. Yeah, um, and you know what? I think that is all the time we have for today. Join us next time. We're still talking about Gravity Falls. Um, episode 15, The Deep End, and episode 16, Carpet Diem. All right, I'm Kaylin Clothier. I'm Dara Whitman. Peace.